Welcome Cheeky Goddesses. Uh, this is Michelle Moss and my podcast partner, Lauren Mazadonsky. And we are here with our podcast, Cheeky Vibe Peaceful Life. Um, today is the start of the month of November and we are doing the Cheeky Girl Boss Month. And so this month for our interviews, we're going to interview some ladies some very strong ladies that have started their own businesses of one form or another. And um, today, our first guest is one of my very closest friends, um, Cindy Zerbrug. Hi, Cindy. Hello. And I wanted to just give a little background. Um, I work for Cindy and Natalie at North Canton Therapy Works, and that's gonna be the topic of our um, podcast today, is Cindy's business um, with her partner, Natalie. and. Um, Cindy begged me to work for her a couple of years and finally I came and oh my gosh I love being in private practice and it's been so good working with Cindy and I I've known you how long how long has it been um, it was since 2004 okay. we met we started working together the fall of 2004 at uh, Alliance Middle School okay so that's when you came on for to be a part of the care team yes but prior to that I have to say to our listeners I uh, met Cindy, we both were therapists at Child and Adolescent, um, and I was a little intimidated by Cindy, because <laughs> Cindy is a strong, assertive woman, and if she had something to say in a meeting, she made sure to say it, and then I actually think she rubbed off on me, because then I kind of did that too. <laughs> yeah, you're quite assertive now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um, but we had worked together for, for many years, and then, um, Cindy went off and, and started this endeavor, which was a very scary thing to do. And so, Cindy, tell us about your business. Well, um, it's called North Canton Therapy Works, as you said. And it was started by Natalie Bonchu Edwards and myself. Um, in We actually, our date of opening was September 1st, 2010. So we are in our 10th wow, year. Wow, I can't believe it's already been 10 years. Yeah, yeah. We're in our 10th year, and um, how did we start? Well, we were both working at another agency. We okay. were working in the care team. Right, I wanna give a little a little, a little more input here. I left the Alliance Middle School to go um, work for my husband for a while, and then I went up to Akron. And when I left, Natalie took my place on the care team at Alliance, and then that's how you guys started working together. Right, right. And loved that job, the care team job there at the school. We met had, one of our best friends, Ray Allendale. Yes. Smedley. Yes. yes. <laughs> and just some great people, very supportive, and the care team was so, so effective. Um, but after several years, um, it, there, there was just some burnout there. Mm -hmm. And um, we started talking, Natalie and I, and I had never thought about opening a private practice. In fact, I think I had said at points in my life, I'm never opening a private <laughs> practice um, because of the horror stories that you hear about that. And um, But she and I started talking. I think it's how all ideas... The brainstorming. Yeah, the brainstorming. I remember you guys talking about that. And it just started to, you know, we'd have some meeting sessions and it started to come to fruition. And then once we decided to go ahead with it, um, we we found out what had to be done as far as the semantics. all the logistics. The part. Oh. How did you guys come up with North Canton Therapy Works? Well, actually, that was my idea. It, initially, it was Therapy Works, but somebody had that name somewhere across the country. Mm -hmm. So we made it North Canton Therapy Works. And the reason um, that we chose that was because we believe therapy works. Right. And, um, you know, since then, a lot of the names, you see a lot of works at the mm -hmm. end of um, names of establishments and um, it wasn't that popular back then so we felt like it was kind of yeah we were cutting edge so we decided on the North Kent Therapy Works we I think we looked at one other building before we found our two adjoining offices at um, the ECO building which is on Main Street uh, next to the old North Camp Post Office. So for, for the listeners to know, what is the address, the actual address? 1206 North Main Street. Mm -hmm. And like I said, Natalie and I started in these two adjoining offices. 
Which I think that one is mine. Yeah, the one is yours now. <laughs> That's right. And um, both of us, I mean, Natalie was, um, she, she had two children during this time, two little boys, also had a, a little girl that was about six or seven. And, mm -hmm. Then, and I was raising my daughter. I had just been married in 2009, had just moved over here um, in um, 2009. Mm -hmm. And so it was... A lot uh, happening at the same time. Yeah, a lot, a lot of changes. 2009, 2010 were huge changes. And that, that's a scary leap off to go from a job that you get paid, you know, you get a regular mm -hmm. salary and it's a regular pay, mm -hmm. to go say, okay, start your own business. Yeah. Go. Yeah. And the one thing that happened though was Natalie did for get a job with another agency where she was working there so she was working there and at our agency. And then I was asked to return for a period of time to cover a woman at the Alliance High School, a therapist there who was on maternity leave. Oh, so it kind of buffered a little bit that initial time and um, yeah to go from zero clients to a yeah. sustaining uh you know your income yeah that's almost impossible to do when right. you're doing a practice like that the the you know the logistics of starting a practice are um so involved right. because you have government you have mm -hmm. hipaa mm -hmm. you have the board mm -hmm. you have um everybody you have billing and you have... Oh, that uh, insurance world is a whole... <laughs> getting on those panels. Right. Well, what was your biggest obstacle when you're looking at starting to where, you know... Well, I would say that the biggest obstacles were related to um, the billing. The billing? Yes. And we were referred to this billing company out of Illinois. And um, because you have to have a billing company, you really cannot do it on your own unless you uh, you know want to spend another 10 hours of your of your week or more doing that. doing a cash only business right you can do a cash only but business but that's the smart thing in a business too is to know what to delegate out yeah. i'm learning yeah. that even in my salon like even mm. though it's just me in my own space like i know you know certain numbers things accountant i'm like nope that's her job that's her specialty i didn't want to do what i'm doing yes. <laughs> not take in a couple more hours like you said right and it's so nice to be able to delegate out because initially i mean you don't really have a lot of money to do that with we did everything ourselves we created our own um a website and, logo. and logos and um did you have somebody who gave you guidance or were you guys just out there no. like going online and, and, and researching we were going online and researching and i have to give a lot of credit to natalie for she's that she's the IT person. she's very much the it person she's about 25 years younger than me but that's Maybe. good about your partnership too is knowing each other's strong suits to right. like be like oh you're way better at that just yeah. you do it she she did that she would find these things and then like say the website she would find them and then we would work on that kind of thing together and she knew the uh, you know all the, the the things that the requirements and without that yeah. we would probably never succeeded but then on the other hand I'm out there I'm schlepping. A, I'm schlepping I'm going door to door to schools where I'm going to the um, doctor's offices every doctor's office in the area I'm taking on creating materials, taking them there, talking to people, letting them know we're out there, going to the North Kent, there, um, North Kent Chamber events, going to school Just orientations doing and doing a health Yeah, fair. but being able to do that in a business also has to do with like your, your purpose and the passion behind it and the drive. So what made you want to do this? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I started out working, uh, when I was working, um, for Quest. I worked for Quest Recovery Services for eight years. And before that, I was uh, a teacher, um, mostly doing subbing, long-term subbing, and those kinds of things. Um, so I really started working with kids in need, and I ran a, um, a mentoring program over an alliance for years and developed that from the ground up and other things like that. So. I really then started to have a heart for counseling and it's won a lot of 
that kind of mm-hmm. on the side, mm-hmm. uh, but not really knowing what I was doing as a counselor. But so sounds I, like my job <laughs> <laughs> as a hairstylist. Well, we, say this. we have the same board. I don't know if you remember. Yes, that. yes, right. <laughs> counselors. Yeah. So um, I have. I grew to have a heart for those kids, and um, but and then I also worked at the Alliance Domestic Violence Shelter as their counselor as a second job. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you really grow to have a heart for people. And mm-hmm. I want to I interject because, um, you know, when I say Cindy and I are close, we went through so many things together, like when we worked together in Alliance. And so, you know, you're not even sharing the part where you had gotten divorced and you were doing these things on your own from a very difficult marriage prior to being married to Jack, you know, and, and we had all that time where we were you know, going through these difficult things together prior to you going out and knowing if I can get through that and I can get through that, yeah. then I'm going to start my own business, you know. Yes, and the saying that that doesn't kill you makes you stronger yes. is very true. Um, and I could do a whole show with you on what I went through just in my my marriage right. and and the after and yeah. after I left right right so it was a very scary time it was a very scary time but um hey yeah things are good now right um so uh did I answer your question on the um yeah. the logistics of yeah. all of that yes and okay. so what was your biggest fear what was your fear when you thought okay I'm leaving child and adolescent and I'm going to go start a business, me and Natalie, and we've never done this before, on our own. Like, what was your biggest fear? You're not going to believe it, but I didn't focus on any fears. That's awesome. Oh, don't did you have that. Did you have anyone trying to talk you out of it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People thought we were crazy. Um, we were told, do you know that so-and-so tried that and failed, and so-and-so tried that? Like, And they were all men that they were talking about, Yeah. and they they came back. They came back after that, and I know people were uh, total naysayers about it, but that went in one ear and out the other. It's like... And, and I just, but that comes from people that are sometimes afraid to take a risk themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, this was totally... I think it's sometimes not taking that stuff to heart. This was a leap of faith. Right. And I really feel that, and, and throughout my whole life, uh, especially my adult life, God has opened doors mm-hmm. and... Um, when I've taken, when I've gone through those doors and been willing to do the work, it's it's a blessing and so much. You even said those same words to me when I was still um, doing therapy up in Akron at Pastoral Counseling Services. You said, Michelle, it's a leap of faith. You can come work for me, <laughs> and I promise you, it's going to be great. Because I'm like, well, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And, and you know what? You were right. And it is stepping through that door and not being afraid. And we've talked about that a lot. Well, it's failing forward, too. If right. something doesn't work, you just oh, change absolutely. it up and you work through that. I talk to my clients about that all the time. You, yeah. you have plan A, and you do what you can in plan A, and if you can't, you do... And you might end up in yeah. Z, but that's okay. It's, it's so funny, because we'll say... <laughs> but you always end up in the right like, place. That's that, what I always say. I think so, too. Boy, my career did not go the way I thought it was going to go But it's at better. All. I was initially in occupational therapy, and then moved on through this to here and I know I'm where I'm supposed to be and everything was a learning experience. Right, and we talked mm-hmm. about that. We were chatting prior to um, recording like we always do. Um, but you, you, we were saying, you know, at our age, after the things that we've gone through and the things that we've overcome, it gives us such compassion and empathy and sympathy and all of that for our clients because some of that we can relate to. Some of it, we just have been in those shoes, you know? Definitely. And been through those a lot of those shoes. Right. And, yeah. and, and you know, I'm just going to say this now, and I, I I know you didn't want to talk necessarily, you didn't want to come last month, but, um, you know, Cindy went through a, a difficult divorce um, with her first husband, very, very violent, um, some Things that, again, for as strong as you are, it's like I cannot imagine you going through those things. And just a lot well, of... Well, you have to be strong to be able to be willing to leave when you're threatened that mm-hmm. you're going to get be killed. killed if you leave. Right. So that takes a lot of strength. It yes, does. it does. It does. And, then, and then, you know, literally I remember praying for you to meet this man. And you met Jack and that was a wonderful experience. And, and they had their wedding reception at our house here. Oh, that's awesome. Just wonderful. Just great stuff. That's, but, that's good to know. You do that. Oh, yes. yes. She yes. does that on the side too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then just also... Um, 
we just went through October was breast cancer awareness month and, you know, shared that I had had a lumpectomy and that literally the week after we interviewed, um, Lauren had a lump that she found out was benign. And then, um, Cindy didn't want to talk on that last month, but she said she was coming this month. So, um, just one snippet about what you experienced on that topic. Well, um, I was diagnosed with stage 3C breast cancer in uh, February of 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a 10 centimeter it was a, uh, it was tumor. A yes, it was. And I have to admit, I had not gone for um, a mammogram. Prior to that, mm-hmm. we didn't have breast cancer in our family. Mm-hmm. I'm strong. I'm healthy. Out, yeah, I had no symptoms, but and 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 I had always had um, <laughs> TMI, as often is <laughs> done on here, kind of lumpiness around right. under that area, and um, um, go in there, and it's a it's it's a ten centimeter uh, malignant tumor. Right. So, needless to say, you put your head down, you got through that. 2016 was chemotherapy, uh, mastectomy, radiation, um, then lost your hair, lost all my hair, which was can very I, devastating. Can I share a, a fun story about boating with you? Okay, <laughs> Cindy was in the throes of literally um, having gone through the chemo and had lost her hair and had a really, really cute wig and had some wraps that she would wear. Um, But John and I took Cindy and Jack on the boat and um, we were cruising around and it was so hot that day. And it got to the point where Cindy's like, I just am gonna be free. And what'd you do? I took off my hat, my wig. Yes, <laughs> and, and and there she was, and it was it was a blessing to see you just enjoy. Like literally, I see it in my head. So I know I can still remember so John saying, that. "Go ahead, Cindy, go ahead, do it. It's fine." So and I was so sun. embarrassed to to pull that off there because my hair was like just I think it was just starting to come back in wisps, which well, it looks even worse than being bald. So that was that was probably one of the most difficult um, things. Of course, I, I emotionally detached, I think, through that whole and time. I, and I want to I, I comment on that because you had said, you know, I don't know if I handled it. I mean, I don't know if you said right or this the way I handled it, but I want to tell you, however a woman handles it is right. Yeah. Because everybody had their different story and you did the way you needed to do, I'm going to get through this, and you shared with a small core group of people, and you allowed people to support you, which was really hard. We talked about that. That was really hard. You know, having some fundraisers and things, Um, but you got through it in the way you you got through it, and it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I didn't mean to digress, but it just is so interesting that we just went through this month, and I just wanted to say, you are one of the strongest women I know. And it's not been one thing or two things or five things. It's been just a lifetime, which is life. You know, life keeps coming, as we say. It does. Yeah. And, and so getting back to how you overcame all these things, and now here you are with a business. Now I'm going to say a couple more things. I want to give a shout-out to our people who work at North yes. Can Therapy Works because these are some of the most amazing men and women um, that do wonderful counseling, and we have a great And staff. that's so great because um, I do have people, like, ask me sometimes, you yeah. don't know where to go. I mean, having a therapist is like kind of scary because I'm like, well, I mean, you might have to try a few people. I right. mean, oh, it's... and that's such good advice because sometimes people think, well, if I don't like my therapist, I don't, I got to keep going to it. I said, no, if you go and you no, don't like yeah. a therapist, go ahead and go find another right. therapist. That's and... another reason we started our agency is that I didn't know who to refer to. Yeah. I had people asking me, who can I refer to? My own daughter wanted to go to a counselor. I didn't know anybody to refer to, and yeah. I thought, there's a gap here. There's there's right. a, a need that needs Well, yeah, filled. and that's not something as easy to talk about as saying, oh, I need a, a physician, like a general physician, yeah, like yeah. I could ask you. Like some people, you know, don't want to talk about the fact that they go. I think it's getting more common, yes. but I mean, it's definitely not it something you're like, hey, do you see a therapist? Like I need one, you know? Yeah. So I think sometimes people are like, Who do, how do I find a good therapist? Yeah. Yes. Or someone that just fits me, you yes. know? And it's interesting, too. Um, I, I mentioned this to clients because I used to work in Akron in inner city, and I live in Jackson, so I wouldn't necessarily run into clients. I have to say, working at North Camp Therapy Works in private practice, 
and you're working and, and, and living in the community, you run into your clients all the time. I know. I mean, I've even had one show up at my house by accident through a friend of a friend of a friend showed up at my house. And yeah. it's like, oh my goodness. Nobody knew because I played it really, 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 you know. Yeah, you nobody do, knew. Yeah, I but remember. you do run into people. Mm-hmm. But I, real quick, I just want to say... Uh, a shout out, first of all, to Natalie Edwards, who's not here, who's your partner. Yes. Um, and our, our wonderful secretaries, Kaya, who is actually Cindy's daughter. Um, Michaela and Jody is our, oh my gosh, she is a machine. She is so good with that billing stuff. The it billing. just keeps that going. Yes. You know, she, but here's the wonderful therapist. Kathy Abersaw, Jessica Headley, Sean Lynch, Casey Quinn, his wife, Ashley Quinn, uh, Shalana Jackson, Amanda Popic, and Laura Kidd. This group of people I didn't even realize you had amazing. so many. That's, awesome. oh, that's what I was going to say. We started with um, Cindy being... I took it right off the website, so hopefully that's right. Did I yeah. miss somebody? That's what I'm thinking. There should be... Well, me. Oh, you forgot yourself. <laughs> and me. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, somebody's missing. And they like, did a, um, you guys did a great job, too, on your um, website because you have a picture of all the therapists and their descriptions and what they specialize in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you said Natalie got in there and did those, and then she did that's a really right. good job, and then you guys worked on that stuff together. So And I'm so proud of all of I our therapists. I mean, to therapists. go from you being unsure... Yeah. And and having to work a second job and Natalie having to work a second yeah. job. And now you guys are supporting. Can this. I say we did not even intend to grow like this. It just doors open. Yeah. Doors open. We got calls from Malone and Walsh wondering if we would take an intern. And that's where, you know, it started was with our interns and then seeing them through. And now they're into, many of them are independently licensed. Right. So they've gone the whole way. Right. And then knowing people like I knew you, Natalie knew some of the other people. And Shalon. Yeah. So most people came from someone else knowing them or, uh, you know, and then it just grew and grew. Yeah. And and really, I'm not just saying this these are some really talented therapists so that if and they specialize in many different things so if you need you know look up North Kent Therapy Works um did you have a support network was there anybody that was like your biggest cheerleader um go Cindy you know no go Natalie <laughs> when you were starting no <laughs> no, no. no everybody no. was naysayers everybody was naysayer um no well, my husband did support us there was no like Cindy are you sure you're going to be able to do this and that he was very supportive, That's yes, right. and um, um, you know, just being able to share. I mean, you and I were together at those times, so being able to share some of the things that were going on. Um, but Natalie and I, we were kind of. I think Natalie's husband was very supportive yeah, too. Yeah, he did a lot of different. Yeah, things people around. helped us with those kinds of things. Signage. Yeah, stuff. John did some signs for us. Your husband, mm-hmm. um, um, some cards. of our cards. So, but actually. Not really. Everybody was kind of sitting back. Yeah, waiting they're to see waiting what to see. Gonna happen. So when it took off, then they can be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I knew yeah. it." And, yeah. and you know what? It is the per- perfect um, chemistry between you guys to make it work because there have been some people that have gone off and tried it, even have left your agency and tried it, and it hasn't been able to be successful. So whatever the formula formula was, yeah. was just you know right on point well i'll tell you it, it is amazing natalie and i can come to agreements so quickly it's so you're good decision just, makers yeah we and we just we don't pick and you know apart you know whatever we come to agreements it's so fast and support each other in those kinds of things um i would say we have not had like two harsh words between us mm-hmm. since since we began this and uh, like right now we're planning the Christmas party for this year in the midst of everything and and just making those decisions and all of that is um, you know it's fun because it doesn't get like well I don't want to do that or you know that's that's that idea yeah yeah it's just a wonderful uh, business connection and friend and friendly connection well, and that's your, that. I guess that was your support network, each other. Yeah, you supported definitely. her. She supported yes, you. Yes, absolutely. And you guys were a, a powerhouse. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, did you want to add anything on that? Because I was going to go to. Was there anything else that that brought up in your mind, or any other questions that you had? Hmm. Not right now. Okay. So how has COVID? How has COVID nineteen affected your business? I mean, I can. I know how it's affected. My business, but my business is your business. Yeah, so how, right. how has that played out for us? Well, um, as far as um, 
the being okay so you're looking at the news and you're knowing that things are going to get shut down because you went through this too pretty darn mm-hmm. quickly yeah so you're waiting to hear are they going to approve telehealth mm-hmm. um so you hear that you know from the governor prior to that, that it wasn't even a thing no telehealth was right. was not in existence no insurance companies were paying for telehealth at least in our state i, yeah. I don't know what's going on goes on in other states it's, um but what happened was, um, and these are the things that uh, you, you sometimes don't think about, is that like the governor was saying all these kinds of things about, um, um, I think it was about telehealth and things like that. But Nobody, then we had to wait for the board. Yeah, the board had to get And then we it. had to wait for the insurance companies. Right. Yeah. But in that waiting period we didn't just sit around and wait we got things uh, once again you know we're look we find um what's that uh doxy me doxy dot me doxy dot me is that's what we do our telehealth on we have iplum for phone right we had to we had to train our therapists um we had to prepare our clients but that but i have to give you guys again a toot your horn because prior to this happening they were already having clients sign for telehealth um, yeah. Before it had even really come to that point, they were being ahead of the We curve. were preparing yeah. them, and they were on it because people were getting scared. Yeah. And they were thinking, what am I going to do about my my session? I am trying to remember, but I think there was only a one-week period that you went, that and I, some people went without therapy. And I even did that week, that very first week. Did you? I think I was one of the first ones. I mean, I'm not going to, I was like, I'm right, going to get out there. Right, right. And so it was an amazing transition thanks to the work of the staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the things they had to do, like Kaya working the, the front desk and then having everybody prepared to do, uh, you know, and have all the paperwork in order and have teach people how to do it online and getting that all set up it, it was all the clients in the agency had to be prepared for that yeah. and and how many clients do you have in like i mean not you personally but i know what you mean in general um ish. it's pretty close i you know i don't have numbers because some come once in a while some come back and all that but it's probably at least uh 300 I, I would think it's that. probably 400. Yeah. I, I don't have an active, you know, an up-to-date count, but yeah. that's, uh, yeah. it's a lot. It is. So to go through all those active clients and work with them and get everybody set up on whether they were going to do telehealth or if they were going to try to wait or right. whatever. And then there was the, can you do a diagnostic assessment on telehealth? Yeah. That was like another thing you had to wait, you yeah. know, to see if that was going to happen. And, and then we had to learn to do Zoom meetings in order to teach our therapists. Yeah, but that's so good because I feel like sometimes when people have been doing their job for so long, they're not as eager to change their ways. Oh, yeah. People were people were a little you have to anxious. You have to but it's amazing and, and it's a good lesson for every one of the therapists and all of us that, hey, you you do it. You, well, it has you, to be a positive be okay. thing because some people might like getting to do it. However, if it's not Zoom or whatever you're using, but they might like doing their session that way. Yeah, I think because I know for me, good. that's how I felt. I had a doctor's appointment, and my doctor's like 30 minutes away. And, and tell so her the what fact you that had. I didn't even yeah, have to tell her why another reason she had vertigo. So I yeah. heard that. <laughs> Don't want to be driving yeah. with vertigo, yeah. right? So it was nice that I was able to do that, and you know, just the sure. time. I didn't have to find a sitter because right now you can't take your kids in anywhere. So it was like it was it was a so great great thing to start that, and it might continue. Who knows? Yeah, I think it's good. Positive changes yeah, can come change. from bad things. Right. Yeah, and, I think it's uh, But, you know, there were clients that did not want to do telehealth. We had to go back through all and close out clients and say due to COVID pandemic uh-huh. and all that. Um, and then when we did reopen, what, what was the day we opened? We reopened to in-office. Was it July? It was. Were you uh, the same it, as us? Because uh, I was we were, May. No, no, we didn't start seeing clients in office until... Was it, was it July? July? Yeah, I think it was July. It was July. And um, then I was one of the first to start because I really wanted... To, I had some clients that wanted to come well, in. Yeah. They kept asking me, asking me. And too. So now we do... Um, a hybrid. I, what is that? We do a hybrid. Yes. You like the right. schools? Yes. yes. I, I do my Thursdays for telehealth, all the people who still want telehealth. And I do my other days in office. So... And then every, every therapist chooses 
right. what they want to do. Right, and what we they give them that free. What, what they feel comfortable yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And Especially and, with the numbers going up and stuff. Yeah. It's nice to have that flexibility, and that's good, you know, to work for you and to know that you care about them and, and how and comfortable they are. there's some clients that they are the hybrid. They Sometimes they'll see me in office, and sometimes they can't get in, and they'll see me on telehealth, right. and they're fine to go either way, which is why I think it yeah. it is something that could continue. And, 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 and you know, I know you, too, also, and, and a lot of, I mean, all of our therapists have talked about the good sessions they are able to have over telehealth right. and over right. the phone. Right. I know from my own experiences, I've had some of my best sessions that way. But, you know, I always feel like, I, you know, we've had phone calls with clients that we knew were good sessions that we couldn't bill for. Yeah, you just past, couldn't bill but, for them, But you right. knew they were, you were doing good work. You're still right. doing good oh, work. Yes, so. yeah. Um, and I want to speak on the journey. You know, the journey continues because... Um, you know, there's still some things going on with the business that are, could be ebbing and flowing. I don't know if that's something you want to talk about at this Well, point. I think I can talk a little bit about it because it's public um, knowledge that um, North Canton is um, claiming. claiming eminent domain over our building. So... We got to go. <laughs> All the work that we have put into this, you know, I said we started off with the two offices, then um, which we redecorated and and if they're beautiful offices, then we got the other two offices in the hallway, and then we have a whole suite of offices that we remodeled and and all of that, and now it's likely going to be torn down. Um, oh wow! Where? Well, you, you can tell me later where exactly it's located. It, what? The building. Well, it's at 1206 North Main Street. So, yeah, it's right next to the North Camp Post Office. Mm. Well, the city's already bought the North Camp Post Office. And they bought Some the bank changes. in front of us. And wow, now, I didn't know now that. ECO well, is coming. They're putting in the safety center, possibly. Yeah, the safety center North for Camp the police center. and the like fire department. We Jackson, so, we know very little about when... Oh, wow. Yes. So we're supposed to get uh, how we're going to transition. We do not know. But, you know, like uh, my husband asked me one time a long while ago, he said, you know, is, is something bothering you? Are you worried about that? And I'm like, no. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> it's right? going to happen and we'll deal with it as it comes. We'll be pro- we're being um, proactive, proactive mm-hmm. and looking for spaces and that kind of thing. And maybe but owning your own building is is the next step and that will be not paying somebody rent. That's right. You know? That's right. So we'll make good of it and we'll try to transition the best we can because we have therapists and we have clients. And we can decorate. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can't interrupt the services right. very long. And, um, Which is good, too, again, with telehealth. Hopefully not at all. That's, that's that. You see, that wouldn't have to ever. That's you right, the telehealth thing. You could say, okay, for helpful. a month we're doing telehealth until we get moved, and that's, it doesn't hurt anything. That's right. So, well, what have you learned about yourself, Cindy? I mean, mm. I've watched you grow and evolve and change, and we always preach that, but what have you learned about yourself? Um, but Do we have enough time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, a couple things. Um, I love that um, I feel that God is with me mm-hmm. and God really loves me and he wants good for me. Mm-hmm. And that he just opens those doors just, just, it's just remarkably. And you're doing God's work with helping others. And, and, and yes, and that's very, very important to me. Um, I, I think that reinforced it's over the past years as things have gotten better since my bad marriage, you know, when you're in a bad marriage for 23 years, you're starting to think, hello, hi, am I, are you paying attention here? God, I've been praying on my knees for, for many years. And then the doors opened in God's time. And that's, that's a big thing. So that's part of my journey. Um, and life is a journey and I appreciate that even when I go on trips it's not like oh well the trip the, the, the trip's going to begin when we get to the place no the trip begins in the planning stage. in the planning yeah. and the trip and, and it just takes all that anxiety well, I love how you seem so you. present in everything you do that's it it's like you embrace like that thing in its whole. It is so true. And, and I think that's, you know, uh, people say, I hate going to workshops or I hate doing this. 
And I think, I love that. You know, when I'm at a workshop, I'm absorbed in that workshop and just enjoying that workshop. When I'm shopping, I'm enjoying the shopping, you know, and that's, I don't know if I've always been like that or if it's just developed over the years. Just being mindful in that moment and appreciating it and, and enjoying it to the, whatever's going on. Is there anything that surprised you about, about yourself going through all this? Like, um, or did you have that confidence? Uh, I've, I, you know what, um, I guess it kind of, I look, you look back and you think, wow, I can't believe I took all those leaps of faith. But it started with a, the biggest one ever. So once you left that marriage, you knew you could do more. Right, right. Because I look back and even just thought I was crazy when it's like I moved out of my mom's house. I bought my own place as a single mom. And then two months later, I went independent as a stylist. I'm like, wow, I just did that in like two months. You go on a roll. But it's like I already did the hardest thing. <laughs> yeah. Leaving yeah. and well, for twenty three years, I, I I got my degree and I raised my kids and that type of thing, and I felt like I was always striving for something better, mm-hmm. and he was always pulling me down. So it was in spite of him, mm-hmm. I moved forward. So I had to work extra hard, I guess, mm-hmm. and things never, you know, really that might have given you even more motivation. Yeah. You're you're telling me I can't do this. You're gonna hold me back. Just watch me. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just so many things about that, about the determination and strong. I remember when people used to tell me, you're so strong, Cindy, all through those times with uh, the, the marriage and all and, and the aftermath of the divorce and the abuse and stalking and menacing and all of that. And I would just kind of say... I don't know what that means when you say that to me. What do you mean I'm strong? I just do what you, gotta you do. either sink or you swim, yeah. and I gotta do. I gotta keep swimming. Yeah, especially so, when you've got children. Yeah, you, know, you gotta take care of your kids. You gotta keep moving forward. Right, right. Yeah. So I guess that I've really come to you know embrace that and be okay with it, and I and I, and I it, to be strong. And another thing too is through that I've learned through the years is to let people support me. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We talk yeah, about so many. Things. I know. I heard it. Yes. You know, and I you. I mean, I remember. It's hard when you're strong, or just that you know. But being there are let times down. where we are weak, and, and yeah. that's when we have to reach out for help. Like even when you were going through, you know, your chemo and, and yeah. radiation and. And needing support and needing help. But I think it comes to is like when you're aware of trusting your circle and the right people, yes. and then letting them. When you're not in. let down, and they yeah. have integrity. Not so. easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. One thing I grew up in a family. We had six kids. My dad was a tough football coach. You needed to be strong. You no weakness. And, and so was it a weakness, seen as a weakness to ask for help or support? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I could never appear weak. And so what have you learned then about those feelings as being like a therapist? Um, well, it, it, as far as the weak, I, you know, I'll tell my clients, you know, that they are, you know, I try to help them find their empowerment. Our mission statement is empowering um, children and adults through counseling and I'm all about empowering people to have a fulfilling, happy, healthy life. I love and, that. And um, so that might that, and we know that having a strong support system is one of the most important things. Yep. I tell people this all the time, and um, and my own family and all of that. And it's okay to ask for help when you need it and all that. <laughs> but as we all say, it's easier to tell other people than it is yeah. for ourselves but it is something that I'm aware of aware. and I try to let myself especially and, when I had the cancer I had to well but even recently up. Cindy when myself and your daughter says take a couple days off oh, that's right. take a couple days off <laughs> like, well, I don't know I don't know I'm gonna, and, and then you did and guess what you had two of the nicest days off that we've had yeah that I'm still Thursday, off Friday. by the way yeah, she's still off. but that was not that was like pulling teeth. And Kaya just starts taking clients off your schedule. Mom, you're going to take this week off. Oh, I love that. You and need it yeah. to feel refreshed. I, yeah, I miss very few days, if any. Oh, just the when I had cancer. I missed the week after 
my surgery. I know. So what did you she do during this week for yourself? Any self-care? Oh, like yeah. Any, what I have been, you been doing? I, well, we went on a little trip. Saw the leaves, which I wanted to do. I've been having a really bad hip problem, so my walking has been a problem. And I love to hike, and I haven't been able to do that. But um, doing the best we can. And um, then I've gone shopping. Yeah. Went out to dinner last night. And well, tonight I'm going to go over and my son does trivia over at Chives. And we're going to go over and do that. So, And then also just catching up on things at home, which is so nice. And then being able to even enjoy that. Sometimes yeah. it's okay to just do some things around the house. Yeah. And they finished their back deck and did all kinds of stuff in the um, yard and the yeah. levels of decks and patios <laughs> and stuff. Hey, what to do during the COVID, right? Yeah, right. Yes. that's what they've said. Build. done things in their outdoor space and all that. Yeah. Okay, so having said all that, what advice would you give a woman going into her own business? Not necessarily, you know, just therapy, you know, doing her own agency, but business in general. Because, you know, when we looked around to invite women, um, there's not a lot of women in business, uh-huh. you know, like, you, you just thought it would be, we just thought it would be, you know, something that would be, oh my gosh, there's got to be, you know, and it wasn't as yeah. easy as we thought. So what advice would you give a woman going into business? Oh, well, um, I guess the biggest advice, I have all kinds of little nuggets, uh, nuggets <laughs> but do not be um, um, oppressed by the messages from society that um and you we still get them i don't know how you've experienced that or you know others have experienced that but i still see it out there women are treated differently mm-hmm. in the in the business world mm-hmm. i mean I, you might have somebody standing by you that's uh your employee that's a male and the higher up talking to the, the male employee, you know, right. looking at him and the, hello, yeah. I, I'm, the I'm the owner. Yeah. But um, so we have to fight um, to, to um, persevere. And you don't let those messages, those naysayers, the people that want to keep you into a, a little box, you don't let them have any control mm-hmm. you have a dream go for it right. go for it yes. look what you guys have done I mean you did it the same starting at the same level you started out and you started talking you made it real yeah and there's times where you're like yeah what are we doing but you guys have done a, you've had wonderful guests and wonderful topics that are helping lots of people and you have this beautiful room the room um, okay, a couple other things okay, I just want to say. Yeah. Uh, don't listen to the naysayers. Um, oh, and a big one is don't put yourself into debt to do this. We started this on uh, a shoestring. We didn't have a loan. We just we did the work and and we we brought in the money that we could and I mean I paid four hundred twenty five dollars a month I think it was for my. First, first office, yeah. That's now I'm at um, <laughs> Michelle's, and do you know that week after week, I mean month after month, I'm like, hope I can make my rent this month. Hope I can make my rent this month. So, um, and I always did somehow or another, and then you know it's it's come from there. So you, and that's why building this kind of a business too, or any business, you got to start. You got to start small. You can't think I'm going to have it all perfect at once. It's a process. You don't want to get yourself into debt mm-hmm. at all. Um, be prepared to do the grunt work. Mm-hmm. I, still, I still do the grunt work. I'm out planting flowers. I'm wiping down walls. I'm cleaning. You know, I decorate. I'm, now, some of the people have taken that, some of the, like the decorating, it was all done for me this this fall, you know? And so and, it was But that's really, part of, too, recognizing when you can relinquish. You yeah. That was, you've got help. Right, right. You know, the fountain needed repainted, so I repainted the fountain. And, you know, and uh, I will never, it, it's hard for me to, like, tell one of the employees to 
do something if I can do it. So I'm often doing some of those kinds of things that I that, should be more willing to give to them. I was going to say, that might them. be yeah. an opportunity. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm getting better at that, yeah. but I'm used to well, doing the grunt work. Do yeah, I'm used to doing that. But you don't have yeah. to now. And, and by the way, I do want to point out, um, when I say employees, um, some of our staff are employees. The office staff are employees. But the um, therapists are independent contractors, so that's a, another thing you have to navigate when you're when you're doing this kind of business, because mm -hmm. it's different. Right. Because um, I'm not technically their boss, but they you still have to. You're providing the support uh, for them. To right, and the structure right. for them to work in. And the billing, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so be prepared. Be prepared to do that. Um, a big thing for me is treat every member of your staff equally with equal amount of respect mm -hmm. and dignity and all of your clients I demand that's one thing I do demand I do not have tolerance for people being treated badly mm -hmm. and um, so that's something that has to be and you, you have to model that um, and there have been little trials and tribulations with different things but you set the standard, and I think, you know, people have really gotten on board with that. And that just provides such a nicer oh, it's a place to work. It's a very comfortable and peaceful place yeah, to work. We get comments like that because, all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're therapists, so it, I really would feel that's that's a hard thing because we've worked in some other areas that maybe weren't so peaceful and they were therapists. Right. Like, we should be promoting that. Absolutely. That's so important. Um, and then and the other one is, you know, uh, like I said, setting boundaries for to promote a positive work environment is so important. Um, and then finding quality supports, like the, the billing and an accountant. So like what you said, mm -hmm. if you've got somebody you can, you can pay to do it right, you know. The, right. And I'll tell you, we've been, especially with the billing which is huge important of huge importance. We've been through maybe two, I know two for sure, maybe three different billing agencies that we wow. had to get rid of. Wow. We had to fire because they were not doing an adequate job. And then we were blessed with Jody, and um, she is on it. She is. Yes. And then um, the uh, an accountant, we are blessed with, uh, a, the wonderful accounting expertise of uh, Kevin Harris, and uh, we had we've been through different accounting um, people, and it can really be a it problem. Can make or break you. It can you make know. or break you, and he's so good. He's so wonderful, and that really relieves a lot of, of mm -hmm. stress and pressure. Right. Right. And then let me think. Um, I think that was uh, oh. I guess the um, that's that's about it. Okay. Well, you know what's important. What everything that you just said, and, and you know, how do you get through this? Another thing that's really important is let us women support our women in business. You know, let, or women in general, women supporting each other instead of being catty or saying negative things, supporting each other because, you know, like it just seems like there's been times there's been different things that come at you, and it's like let's support each other. Uh -huh. You know. And that reminds me, I do have one last thing. <laughs> and one more thing. I and should have said, Cindy will have another yeah, one. Yeah, and one more thing. <laughs> you don't have to be a B to be a, an effective boss. Right. And I think doing that, being a B, um, is very uh, <laughs> counterproductive mm -hmm. to any business. Because well, it can even come off bullying. It's bullying. People are going to start talking behind your back, doing things behind your back. Um, it's it's going to be you against them. You're going to create triangulations. It's um, That's very important to me, to be a kind 
and respectful boss. Right. But and Natalie's the same And I've got to say this, though, because sometimes women are just strong and assertive, but because they're in a leadership position and they're assertive, they can be seen as a bitch. And they're not oh, really yeah. being a bitch. They're just being strong. Because if a man's doing it, he's a good leader. But uh, yeah. if a woman's doing it, <laughs> so she, got, she must be her time a month. Or absolutely. We can be assertive mm-hmm. and strong. With, you know, it might Somebody might say that's a being a bee, but it, it, it could just be being a strong person. Yeah. Because if you have something to say, assertiveness would say, we have to say it. Right. You know? Right. And that's what we've learned to be more assertive as we've come a little bit older. <laughs> yes, that's right. So. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing your story. Do you have anything else that, that triggered that you wanted to ask about the business or? Anything that we said? No, I think it was all great advice and just seeing her journey, I think as a whole can give someone that, you know, that hope of being like, oh, maybe I can do this. If there's something holding them back and um, just taking the leap, like you said, and if it needs redirected, then just That's right. follow Problem your heart solved. and your gut and just move forward. And, and you know what? I have known you a long time and you could have rolled over 15 times and you didn't. It wasn't about that. It was about, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to make, I'm going to be successful. Right. And now to have all these But you come off very confident in your mission too. And that sometimes I think when you're wanting to start something new, those insecurities can creep in and that's when people are like, oh, well maybe not. Who am I to do this? You know what I mean? That whole holding you back to where you Mm -hmm. do come off very confident Mm -hmm. that you're like, this is my mission. This is what I want to do and I'm going to do it. That's right. And and you you can't come at things from sheer emotion either. That it'll destroy you. There's no real logical, rational thinking in that sheer emotion. You need to be aware of the fears and anxieties and this and that, but you know, the the rational mind needs to work to, you know, make those wise decisions. You've got that have you ever seen that Venn diagram with the wise mind? Mm-hmm. I, I love to teach clients that because so many of my clients are trying to deal with life and they're such hard situations, but it's all coming from the emotional mind. They're dealing with it all through emotions and that gets you nowhere. Um, yeah, feel your feelings, but have some rational decision-making, problem-solving, right. all of that. feelings in the appropriate time. And That's right. You move forward. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we thank you again. For yes, coming thank you in. so much. Um, I mean, I I'm the biggest fan because I I work there and I love it, and I know we have some great some great great therapists. So if you are interested in finding out more information, um, it is North Can Therapy Works, twelve oh six North Main Street for the time, for the time being, being in North Canton. So um, we will continue to watch where that goes too. But thank you, Cindy. Um, what you do is wonderful, and I appreciate you very much. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. You're a wonderful therapist and a good friend. And it's been wonderful having this opportunity to share with you guys. Oh, good. And as always, uh, stay cheeky.